Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. Hello, hello, my darlings, and welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court, season premiere of Queen's Court. Yeah, here we are. That's what it's called, the season premiere of Queen's Court. And, you know, things are a little different. The introduction of my show is a little different. The music is still the same. The little shout outs from Kanji and Visage are the same, but the drop in that you always heard at the beginning of all of my episodes, 1 through 27, is no longer there. If you aren't aware of what's been going on, um, Brain Buster Radio is no more. The network has been uh, removed, <laughs> so to speak, uh, dismantled, deleted, uh, and it is no longer. So I have a new home now on Podbean which you can get at thequeenofne.podbean.com. I am will be also on YouTube, and I am hoping to be on iTunes and Spotify within the next few days. For those of you who podcast, you know that it takes a few days to get the approvals um, for iTunes and Spotify, so I'm working on that. And obviously, for those who know what's been going on, it's been a little bit of a scramble. So do bear with me as Queen's Court sets up shop in her own castle, honey. In a, in a new version of this show, but not much is changing. I'll tell you that right off the bat. I'm still going to drop every single Wednesday with my pal JPQ. The queen and pup connection lives on. Don't worry. I know a lot of people were DMing and messaging saying, oh my God, <laughs> please don't tell me it's over. <laughs> no, we are still strong. That's Bestie PQ. He and I will be together on Wednesdays, dropping our shows, his, of course, no particular angle on his own feed, which you can follow him, of course, where all podcasts are found. So that's going to be the same. Um, holding court is still going to be a thing. I will still hold court every single week talking about wrestling and other really different, unique, fun things, whatever they might be. Of course, my Twitter is the same at the Queen of NE and my Instagram at X the Queen of NE. So nothing has changed in that regard. Uh, everything will be business as usual. A few different changes, though, and I, and I will say that my Talk It Tuesday segment is going to now be on my personal Twitch, which is the Queen of Any on Twitch. And uh, all of my stuff, of course, you can find on my link tree in my bio on Twitter if you need to get those links. And of course, they're in the description of this episode. Um, and I want to thank everybody, first and foremost, who jumped in right away when things started to fall apart this weekend with Brain Buster Radio and really gave us the support and love and advice and anything else that we needed just to say, hey, you know, you guys doing it right. What's going on? How can we help you? That was so, oh, man, it filled my heart. <laughs> it was so nice to see and feel that love from all of you guys. So firstly, I, I just want to say that, you know, a lot of things have happened. And um, the BBR squad, I want to shout them out specifically for navigating through this pretty much mess that occurred on Twitter and, and just putting out fires and doing the things that we need to do as a family. Um, and I feel, you know, we answered a lot 
of the burning questions, if you will, uh, on Josh Robinson's show. Josh, of course, from Wrestling Reverb. He put that out on his feed uh, with myself and Mags. And I just want to echo what I said very briefly. You know, I don't want to touch on this anymore because this issue needs to be done. But I, I will say that generally, other than all the love and support, I was so disappointed with everything that happened. I was so disheartened not to have a home anymore. I had to scramble and find where I'm going to put my show so I can continue to do what I love to do and continue to bring my voice to the people, (laughs) to you guys, to anybody who wants to listen. So um, that was really disheartening and upsetting. And I'm disappointed in a lot of things, as I said on Josh's show when we were chit-chatting about this this weekend. But really... A lot of this is not anybody else's business. This is an issue between two people that should have never have blown up in the way that it did. I don't approve of anything that happened on either side. Uh, But like I said, it's not my business. It's not for me to speak on and it's not my story to tell. What is my story to tell is what's happening now for Queen's Court as we move forward. And in that vein, uh, we're just going to move on. Babies, thank you. Thank you so much for everything you did for the past couple of days. And thank you for coming on this new journey with me on Queen's Court. Now, babies, here we are. We're putting all this shit aside. And we are moving forward with this awesome Wrestle Week. So many season premieres, so I had to name the show Season Premiere of Queen's Court to echo all of this new exciting stuff. We had a season premiere of Raw. We had GCW's Curtain Call. We have AEW Dynamite premiering today, Wednesday, when this episode is out. And we have two hours of NXT on USA. We also have SmackDown on Fridays. <laughs> and we have Hell in a Cell. There's a lot of things going on, and I couldn't think of anybody better to come on and chat with me than my pal Josh from Wrestling Reverb and, of course, the Josh Robinson Show. Without further ado, babies, strap in as we begin to hold court with Queen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back from that quick little intro from me. And uh, here we are on the season premiere of Queen's Court. <laughs> little <laughs> cheeky name that my guest helped uh, me come up with. Just to honor all the quote-unquote season premieres this week. We had to jump on the bandwagon, honey. <laughs> mentioned, I'm not here alone. You can hear his lovely laugh. Our pal, Josh, Josh Robinson. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy to be here. I'm happy you're here, too, uh, for my first show that is on my own Podbean. I am yeah. very happy that you're here to help me kind of kind of get this one out of the way, if you will, <laughs> and just kind of Tra- like... Transition. The transition. Transition and get me, you know, get me back in the flow of things. And who better to do it with than the host of Wrestling Reverb every single Friday and, of course, the Josh Robertson show and all of his Twitch and YouTube stuff. Who better? No one else better. And I know he's going to yeah, say, well, you're right, but... <laughs> well, you're right, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll even respond with my favorite. If everyone knows me and you know what I would respond with if I had Twitter right now, it would be that Alexa Bliss gif that says, thank you, I know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's perfect. Well, Josh, there's a lot of things going on this week, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uh, in, a simple, in, a, in simple layman's terms, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot happening. Yesterday, it was... The season premiere of Monday Night Raw. 
We also had GCW going on. They had a curtain call pay-per-view to say goodbye to Joey Janela and Marco Stunt also, uh, but mostly Joey Janela. And, uh, yeah, now we're here on Tuesday having a little chit-chat before Wednesday. And, you know, there's just a few other things going on. We have uh, NXT. (laughs) Yep, we have NXT for two hours on USA tomorrow, which is Wednesday the 2nd. We have two hours of a brand-new wrestling promotion episodic television show uh aw dynamite on tnt we have fox taking smackdown not smackdown live anymore smackdown that's happening on friday and then we have helena cell on sunday josh what are you what are you thinking what are your thoughts about all of this i, I don't even know what <laughs> you even call it but it's all of this wrestling let's do that all of this wrestling okay in, in if I was going to answer silly in a silly matter, it would be that I need a nice nap after all of this. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's a pretty good problem to have if we have a, too much wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 really every pro wrestling fan's dream because you have literally something for every flavor of pro wrestling this in this week and the weeks to come because it's just. There's a lot more pro wrestling on in a mainstream capacity than there really probably ever has been, or at least in my time watching wrestling. So it's a pretty yeah. good problem to have. It definitely is a good problem to have. There are worse problems to have. Uh, yeah. And, and this, is, this is not one of them. This is so much choice. You know, in, in your fandom, as you mentioned, there hasn't been anything like this. This is unprecedented. We didn't have this many options so I'd say rather easily accessible. Now for you, it's a little bit different. Uh, Australia, uh, fortunately, I feel terrible for because you guys don't have a lot of access to some of this stuff. But in general, I feel like um, the programming is more. The opportunity to catch something you may enjoy that you may never seen before is more. And the type of wrestling promotions that we have available is more. It's just a lot of more. And yeah, that I don't more, think can be bad. More. Yeah, it's more and more and more. No, it's it's definitely not bad. And it's just like you look at the variety. If you look at you know that everyone's seen that picture that was going around that had all of the programs listed in the week that was kind of coming up. I I mean like even if it's not there's there's wrestling and then there's wrestling. You look at Total Divas and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's in the week. That's technically I guess in a sense it's a it's a wrestling related show. It, it's mm-hmm. a show about wrestling. So I guess you could probably fit it into this group as well. But if you just look at that, you look at the different you look at all of those different shows and all of the different markets that that all of these different companies are taking, it's pretty cool because they're covering a lot of bases with the variety of of wrestling related or wrestling shows that is on in this week. You look at the programming on the network, the programming just in general. Like there's just a lot to watch that isn't necessarily just wrestling (laughs) yeah and and that for right now at least in the u.s is tonight's tuesday night for total divas and you know that's been a a show that in a lot of way i feel like bridges the the very large gap between non-wrestling fans and wrestling fans right my mom Um, watches that right watches that and that's the only you know other than me her being around me that's the only she knows those people and she goes they're wrestlers i know who they are you're like that's to me that that means that job that show is doing its job really but sure well it's got such a reach and E is such a popular network as well it you know everybody 
Um, it has a lot of reality TV shows for those who don't know and um, fashion stuff. It's very popular. So um, to be on that prevalent of a network and it's reality television, but it has to do with wrestlers. Like, my, like your mom watches it. My parents watch it too. They want to know exactly. everything that's going on with the Bella twins. So, you know, they're, <laughs> they're in it for that reason. And my dad texted me earlier and he goes, I just saw Ronda Rousey's on this season, Total Divas. What the yeah. heck? And I was like, yep. I mean, Ronda Rousey is a huge name. Like, <laughs> huge everyone name. kind of, I don't really watch, I'm not, I wasn't really ever like a UFC person. I know, like, who I need to know, but I knew who Ronda Rousey was. It would be, you'd be living under a rock if you didn't know who Ronda Rousey was when she right. was at her height of her, of her career. Absolutely. And now she's on Total Divas. <laughs> what, Which is a, what a weird, 2019 is weird. That. You wouldn't yeah. think that at all. She's on the you same wouldn't. network as the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, so weird. We're so freaking weird. Um, but just but this week in wrestling is just huge. Like that, that's just kind of it shows the the uh, the reach that wrestling has. I mean, every single company that you prefer or, or like, or just if you want to watch it all, but it's just there is something for legitimately everybody. It really is, and that's exactly right. You know, we often say, like, wrestling week was like Mania week, right? It's the the days and shows leading up to Mania, and then there's so much other programming happening, Mania weekend, we have TakeOver, and then Mania itself, and, you know, the whole, like, access where they get to meet wrestlers and do signings, and there's programs, and there's stuff going on, and there's, like, always some kind of show somewhere. And then, of course, every other promotion has something on to capitalize on the amount of wrestling fans that are going to flock to wherever that city is, right? So, yeah. But this week feels different than that, right? It's not, there's no mania on Sunday. There's Hell in a no. Cell, but there's no mania. But that doesn't mean it's any less important. I feel like this week is going to start a whole new season <laughs> of wrestling. It's going to give us something different. You know, SmackDown going to Fox is a big deal. It's going to have a new flavor and feel. Um, Having AEW, a brand new company, starting a television show is going to be new. NXT not being on the network and having two hours is going to be new. We have Impact on Tuesdays starting at the end of October with their television show. I mean, there's so much to offer. And not only that, we kicked off this wrestling week with Monday Night Raw and their season premiere. And how different... Did, did that look yeah. and feel? Josh, what were it your did. reactions when you saw that freaking set? Okay, so first things first is that you kick things off and the opening signature of WWE had new music. Not just yeah. like the Raw logo, like the Raw, I'm talking like the signature had new music. So it's like, okay, they're really kind of going for that. We're, we're starting, it felt like a bit of a reset, which is we've been waiting for for a little while. I think they were just finding the right time and you know it kind of makes sense to do it now but yeah like the raw um the raw intro was different we had a song by uh was it by i know the why have i blanking on the band's name that sang the raw skillet? song oh no yeah, skillet, skillet uh, yeah. It was, yeah it was skillet mm-hmm. um so we had that and they and how nice was it just to see a raw have an, an opening video package like an opening show feel like i love that when raw you know you'd hear well, me growing up used to hear across the nation and, you know, it'd get you pumped and you're like, yes, let's watch two hours of Raw. Like, let's do this. Like, I love hearing that. So, and then to come in with the pyro and then seeing the new set and it just felt like, okay, here we go. We're on the right track with something here. And I like the set. Um, I'm, I'm not in love with it. I think it'll take me a little bit to get used to it, but I certainly mm. like it. Um, 
I just seen it and I was like, oh, I don't know how to really feel about that. But I certainly don't dislike it. But it's going to take me a minute just to get readjusted. But it felt fresh. It felt new. Um, I mean, we'll get into it in a minute, I'm sure. But yeah, the set alone, I didn't, I don't love, but I certainly don't hate. Yeah, it felt different from the second it began. You're totally right. Just the signature alone. I'm used to, you know, we're used to hearing that certain song and you're like, wait, what's this? I even asked Mr. Queen, I go, do you have it on the right channel? Like, what music is that? And then I saw the thing and I'm like, oh, they changed everything. Okay. Which is great. I, you know, I've shared with you and I've shared with my listeners and I've shared with uh, the listeners over at DYWTSB as well that, you know, WWE right now for me is very frustrating and I'm having a really hard time. But yeah. watching that last night, it felt like that reset that you were talking about. It felt like they were like, okay, I'm just going to shake it off here, a little Taylor Swift, and I'm going to see what they're going to do. So I was instantly like, okay, this is new and fresh. The opener is new. The package was great, I thought. The music is dope. I heard that singer, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Skillet, who I've seen live several times. They're excellent. Yeah, I I reckon I I was like, I know Skillet because they used to have songs for wrestling back in the, like, yeah. Years ago, I remember Hero and Monster. Like, yeah. I remember hearing those songs just from, I play a lot of wrestling video games. They're in the video games and that. And I'm like, right. I know that band. So it was familiar, but fresh. And um, this has actually just randomly come up to my brain. Yeah. Uh, about a, it would have been last week sometime. I was actually watching an interview with Stephanie McMahon that she had. And you know how, like, a lot of those interviews with Stephanie McMahon. It wasn't a WWE interview. It was on some other thing. But, um. Yeah, you know, she's kind of promoting the brand, and but it was about the business side of things, and and a lot of like the creative side of of WWE, and she was kind of going on, and they asked her, hey, what do you think about WWE and its creative drive and everything? And she said, I actually think that WWE is doing a very bad job at the moment. She said creatively. I said we're not giving people what they want. We're not, right. but not even not giving people what they want. Sometimes it's not about that. She said it's about giving people what they need, and they weren't doing that. And I was like, Stephanie realizes that. And I know Stephanie's not like the head of the creative team, but she's obviously got some power within that company. So they realized that maybe something wasn't going completely right. Mm -hmm. The thing to me is that they're actively trying to, to change. And I, I know a lot of people um, can just piss on WWE a lot. It's very Mm -hmm. easy to, Um, but you know how I am. I, I, I call out when something's not good. I'm not going to just sit here and say it's the greatest thing ever because it certainly has not been. But the fact that Stephanie McMahon, a a very high executive of that company, is admitting the fact that, hey, we need a change and we're actively trying to. I mean, at least I I know you are, but at least I hope that people are open to being receptive to change. Yeah, I am. I am open and receptive to change. I want WWE to do well. I really do. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not trying to shit talk them or do oh, anything no, no, negative. No, no, no. I just don't like what they're doing. It's no. not good programming. And and I don't I'm not saying like they have to do every little thing that I want and I want to see da da da. No. There's going to be things you don't like in wrestling. That's fine. That's not what I've always had a frustration with. My frustration is with the continuity, with the the lackadaisical, lazy storylines that don't do anything, the dropping of storylines. That's the stuff I don't want. And if Me. they're willing to change that, then that's cool. I've, you know, the, my my issue with that is we've heard the same song and dance. We're here, you. We hear you. We're listening yeah. to you. You guys are gonna yeah. take over. We're gonna give you what you want. We're gonna, you know, whatever. And like, 
I get that. And I know for business, they're not always going to give us what they want because that's silly. They're going to do what they want to do. It's their company, their money. They're going to decide how it's going to roll, as they should. However, it makes me a little cautious. I'm not really jumping at the whole like, okay, well, yeah, if you say it, then it's going to happen. I don't necessarily believe that 100%. Now, I will say that lots of things have been happening for WWE. Their numbers have been dropping. It hasn't been as good. And I think that that makes them go, okay. Maybe we need to make some adjustments here. Yeah, I agree completely with that. Everything you just said, 100%. But um, going into Raw last night, I was genuinely quite excited to watch it because I was like, okay, if anything, we get a new look, we get a new feel, we get a new commentary team, which I thought was pretty good. I mean, there's going to be some time to adjust, but Mm -hmm. I'm a big big Joseph fan, so um, I was happy with his, his kind of, performance i guess you would say um but i've always been a big vic joseph guy i thought he was very very good on um on the at the commentary desk so um if anything i was just looking forward to going into raw to be like yes all right we got at least a new feel new look new sound and whatever it may be but i thought raw was uh, there was some head scratches (laughs) on raw um but i thought i thought majority of it was a step in in the right direction yeah, I think it was definitely more of a positive than a negative step forward, though there were some things that I just shake my head at, and I'm like, nope, that's got to go. I know, what, I know what you're alluding to, and yeah. you know what I'm alluding to. That's it's, uh, right. The, en- the ending was interesting. <laughs> so, but anyway, back to the good part at the beginning. I loved, like, the set. I Actually, I really liked it. It's different. But it's not a bad different. So I'm like, okay, it'll take a little adjustment, but I don't, I like you. I don't hate it. I, I'm here for it. I'll, I'll watch. The commentary team, I thought, did a very good job for their first time all together. Yes. I really like Vic Joseph as well. I actually really like Dio. I wish he wasn't as quiet. I think it's going to take very some adjustment. Monotone. Yeah, he's, he's monotone. Like, yeah. I, I think he was a little nervous. And I mean, yeah. I would be too. I think, uh, me you know. too. I'd be literally like crapping myself if I was, you know, live on, you know, in front of millions of people. Um, yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping he gets more comfortable. But my real problem, I think, was with Jerry. Yeah, he's um uh very polarizing. Indeed. People love him, people hate him. I I'm kind of in the middle with him because I think he's necessary at the moment. Just sure. to kind of, he's done this a lot. He can kind of yeah. guide those two fairly new people on how to call raw that's sure. my opinion of why he's there yes no, I he's very annoying. there's some lines that jerry makes that i'm like shut your mouth like just shut up and i think yeah. he does talk a little bit too much he talks over the top of people and he doesn't give um dio enough chance to kind of shine i feel like there was moments where jerry was saying everything and i understand probably the nerves mm. and a three-man booth is probably very very difficult um, because there's three of you trying to get your point across in, and you got to talk in sound bites instead of talking in full sentences. So that's how I see. It. I think Jerry's a necessary annoyance at the moment. Yeah, it's. I definitely understand the purpose. Um, but I just felt like he spoke way too much. Vic yeah. is supposed to be the one ma- um, manning the ship, captaining yeah. the ship, if you will. Uh, he Drive needs to be a little more quiet, just a little yeah. bit. I and agree. I think it would help, um, and it because le- it left Dio in like a really weird kind of spot, and he was talking over him. It was just like a little awkward. And I was but- like, there was there was bits in when Dio was talking mm-hmm. when I wasn't even sure it was Dio talking. You know what I mean? Like, sure, there wasn't a lot of 
his personality behind his voice. Right. You know, like you, I'm sure, you know, that's probably a lot of the normal way that he just speaks in a conversation. Sure. And instead of, you got to turn it up. Like we turn it up even when we're doing podcasting. I know it's very that's different, right. but it's not like I'm talking like this, you know, every single sentence that I say, like. His ebbs and so, flows. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the other thing, <laughs> it, it is their first time all together. And, and that's something that I, I, for me personally, if it was possible, I feel like they should have like done a, tre- like a test run or something like a, like a, more yeah. of a rehearsal or something. Cause I, I guess like, I had read, I don't know how true this is, but I had read that Jerry had just met Dio like that day. That I don't think helps. I think they needed a little yeah. bit of introduction. Because, you know, sometimes you meet people and it's a little awkward at first. You're not quite sure. But then once you start talking, yeah. things get a little bit better. I think that would have helped. But that's just a little small thing. I think overall, though, yeah. as you said, Raw made a positive step forward. Okay. There was a lot of things that were good, uh, funny, and engaging and then some other things that I was like, well, why is this happening? Please stop this. Make it stop. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, did it was you think? Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think Raw made there was the, the the pros certainly outweighed the cons, in my opinion. I think there was enough good to go, we're on the right track, we're going somewhere, and then let's just call us let's just call it out right now. The Lana Bobby Lashley uh I'm just going to call it for uh, PG reasons. Kissing was, uh, uh, um, it was interesting <laughs> to say <laughs> it was the a least. Very long, very long. And there was a lot of leg movement and touching that I was like, where am I? Am I on some weird section of the internet? <laughs> because um, this is a, it was a, yeah, it was a weird it was a weird situation. It was, and it was really just awkward weird. and Rusev was there and I was like, oh boy, this is just, there was no part of me that was like, yeah, this is awesome. Like it was like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same way. And it just was the Ziggler storyline from a couple years ago. Re- and being that was, a, that was a mess. And that was a mess. Little mess. <laughs> a whole mess. And she got, they got both, but she especially got so in trouble because they went and got married during that whole thing. And, like, you know, it was all out in public, and they were trying to do the storyline. I remember that from Total Divas and from, um, obviously, the internet when it blew up. TMZ <laughs> covered that. and TMZ like, it covered was it, and like, she got in trouble. Ugh. So, yeah. Know, it's like, well, you know, they got to do their real life. But, you know, at the same time, if you're in a storyline, you got to be careful. With some stuff, it's your job, you know. How are they going to do it now? Like, they, <laughs> they're know. literally married. <laughs> I mean, I guess we all know this time, like, it's not like it's going to be, like, a big scandal that they're together, you know what I mean? But um, Lashley's a weird person to do this with, you know. <laughs> like, so weird. He's the kind of middleman here, and it's like, Lashley? Okay. I, I mean, I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm not a Lashley fan, so that probably doesn't help. I find Bobby Lashley as boring as a box of pencils. Like, he's just... No personality. Just land and whatever. Like the only way that Lashley works for me, if he's just a dominating ass kicker, that's the yeah. only way I can take seriously him in a relationship with Lana. And what? Right. Like why? Like I understand that we have to watch to find out why, but it, that kind of stuff. Been there, done that. Bought the t-shirt. I don't need to see it again. We've seen <laughs> it so many times. You know Bought what I mean? Like. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Is that not a term in America? 
It, it is. It just was kind of oh, funny because I'm thinking, like, what did you buy? The Lana t-shirt? Oh, I, <laughs> the Lana Day t-shirt? <laughs> I, bought, I bought no Lana t-shirt. Um, <laughs> you know, Lana's not really a uh, top of my list for t-shirt. I have a lot of wrestling no. shirt. I mean, I have a Brie mode shirt for crying out. Yeah, that ugly Brie mode shirt I have. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, you know, it It just, that, that I felt was a huge misstep. And, you know, for me, I was so disappointed with, them bringing back Rusev after all this time, and he looks ready to go, so like trimmed down and. and that dude is lean. That lean dude looks, and mean. Like, he looks good, <laughs> and he, that mustache, damn, yeah. that's a that's a good mustache. Yeah, he looks like he's ready to run through the top of the division, and then you bring him back and put him in this terrible thing with Maria and Mike, and then you drop that, that and he's in it yeah. with Lana and Bobby, a Bobby Lashley, like of all people. I can't. And that doesn't even even without this storyline, right? If they were just in a storyline, Bobby Lashley versus Rusev is not something that I'm even keen on, you know, wrestling wise even to watch. Me neither. I don't want to see that. I'm I'm not interested in that because I'm not interested in Bobby Lashley. Give Rusev, me Rusev versus yeah. like Rey Mysterio or Ricochet yeah. or, or Seth Rollins. I would watch Rusev and Seth Rollins in a title yeah. angle. I would watch that. You know what I mean? Like, but Lashley, but Lashley, but there's other people that Lashley would work better with. Lashley does work better with people that are a lot smaller than him. Sure. He's similar to Brock in that way. They have a very yeah. difficult time working with people their size or larger. They have a better time with smaller guys. And I don't mean like shorter, smaller, but sometimes, but smaller as in not the same body mass. It, it just works better. Yeah. Um, there's so many options because yeah. WWE is not the land of giants anymore. Giants are becoming a little more endangered i guess you would in the wrestling world so um you know there's so many options for lashley and this this whole thing is just this is going to be the type of storyline that will fizzle very fast right it's it's just oh that was the the thing that made me go come on i'm like i did the same Things were going so well, <laughs> you know. And it was, and, and then we had the fiend attack Seth, and that kind of was like, okay, at least that happened. And whatever happens, you know, before the raw, I mean, the opening segment alone, I thought was fantastic with Dominic and Ray and Brock, and that's when I love Brock. To be completely honest, yeah. it's just when he tears through people and just destroys people. I'm like, oh, and Dominic, damn, he can take a beating. That kid can sure take a can. beating. Yeah, he. Hey, listen, he showed out last night for for taking the bumps, but he took them very well, and and it was it was engaging and fun, and uh, you know it's when Brock does his Brock thing, and it's hard to Brock, Brock's at his best when he just beats right. the crap out of him. Yeah, and that's what he's there for, and uh, that at least we're getting back to some of that fun, if you will. But yeah, that, was, that was the way we kicked off this premiere week, right? And tonight I'm sitting here recording with you on Tuesday, and we're like. Okay, great, SmackDown. Oh, no, just kidding. I was literally doing that. So usually, <laughs> yeah. like, I'll, I'll record on a Wednesday morning with someone or whatever, and yeah. then I usually run down to the shops, you know, get my few of things, come back and watch SmackDown. So I'm like, oh, God, going to be a busy little morning. And I'm like, oh, I could literally record for five hours and then go to the shop because this, this is the this is the non-wrestling day. My Wednesday is my non-wrestling day now. It right. feels so weird because I'm so it's used weird. to that. It almost becomes wrestling becomes like a religious schedule. Like you're like, yep, I watch <laughs> yeah. this, I watch this, and you just go through the motions every week, and you that's just what you do. It's so weird when your schedule gets, you know, ugh, like I just feel like you I feel know. naked almost. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> I know routine is such a real thing, guys. <laughs> Once your routine is disrupted, you're like, ugh. 
I don't know what's happening. But that's okay because we're just going to get used to a different routine and how we're going to figure that out uh, as the weeks progress, right? This is a week that we're going to tune into everything and just kind of see what's going on. And then we'll kind of ease into a rhythm as the weeks go forward. But I want to talk about WWE first. So WWE is moving to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. Raw, of course, staying where it is. NXT, two hours on Wednesday, and then yep. SmackDown takes over um, on Fridays on Fox now. So yeah. with NXT, we have some very interesting matches coming up this Wednesday, which yeah. is tomorrow my time, Thursday morning your time. I'm very confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes. It, it's uh, Thursday morning for me. Thursday when it's morning on, for so. you, yes. That's right. <laughs> so we have Gargano versus Shane Thorne. We have Shayna versus Candice for the title. We have the Street Profits versus Undisputed Era for the tag titles. And Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the NXT title. Holy crap. It's like a takeover. <laughs> it is like, it's a, like a mini takeover. Yeah. Crazy. Limited commercial have some... interruptions. Yeah. It's, uh, they are uh, certainly, in, in, a, in a funny little term, they're bringing the fight, if you will. Yes. If we're going with that route. <laughs> well, they're bringing something. That's for sure. And this card is very strong and it's exciting. And they'll have, you know, a couple other matches in there, but these are like your big players. So yeah. which of these matches are you kind of looking forward to the most on your Wednesday slash Thursday morning? <laughs> um, I mean, Candice and Shayna is something that I've waited for for a long time. I think sure. Shayna is a perfect heel and Candice is a perfect baby face. I just think it's a, just a, and the clash of styles at those two. I'm just in my head. I can close my eyes and visualize some of the counters that will come from Candace and Shane and Shana. Listen, Shana is a legitimate, you know, badass. She will, she could beat the crap out. I wouldn't like to get in a fight with that woman. She would choke me out. She would hit me. She would do something <laughs> and I'd be gone. But, and Candace is so little, like she's such a sure. little, she's just like, you look at Candace LeRae and I just think you are the sweetest girl that I just want to sit around and watch Disney movies with. Like, that's what that's the vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's yes. the vibe. She just looks like this sweet, innocent girl that, you know, be like, I don't want to hurt anyone. But, like, she can get it done in the ring. Like, that girl is not talked about enough as probably one of the better wrestlers, regardless of gender, in the entire world. That girl is flawless in the ring. Flawless. I, yeah. I have nothing but just, just – I just admire that that – that woman in the ring. I just think she's just one of the best. Um, but that to me is very exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, you know how I am with Matt Riddle. I'm not a huge mm. fan of Matt Riddle. Um, but that match will be very good. Matt Riddle can get it done in the ring. Obviously Adam Cole is fantastic. Street profits and, um, undisputed era. We've seen that before. We see how, how good it is. And I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the street profits. So that'll be fun. They just, <laughs> we want the smoke. That's we right. want the smoke. I, hey, I, they just, hey. they just, <laughs> and they, they bring a lot of energy to a room. Like you can't, sure. it's hard not to smile. You know what I mean? When you see the street profits and then of course, Johnny Gargano, Shane Thorne. I mean, that'll be good. I think Shane Thorne is a very underrated person, regardless sure. of where he's from in the world. I just think he's very, very good at what he does. And he hasn't, he slowly had little opportunities. Of course, he was part of the tag team and then Nick Miller left and then, I feel like he's trying to find his feet he's, and he's got his feet wet a little bit, but I just think he's got a lot more to offer. I don't know if anyone else agrees with me on that, but the whole card is just Candace and Shane is what I'm looking forward to 
personally the most, but I'll take anything on that card. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm feeling the same way. Can- and Candice versus Shayna for me is very exciting. I'm hoping for Candice to take that title personally. Um, that's what I would like to see happen. I think Shayna has had a dominant, really, you can't, to, to make it a little funny, an undisputed <laughs> reign. And, uh, you know, it, it might be time. I think it's time. We've been it's saying a good spot. it's a good it's a spot. Good spot. It. It's a good spot to do it. We're starting a new a new era on USA. Might be a good time to pull the trigger because I don't think the other two are changing because they just started the whole undisputed era having all of the gold. And I think it would be silly to pull that storyline so fast because it just happened. I think that needs to breathe a little bit and they need to be the dominant faction for the others to rise. Plus I want war games versus them and Imperium. I'm just saying. It's just me personally. What do I I mean, I certainly (laughs) wouldn't turn away from that. (laughs) Right? I'm just saying. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for this. It does feel like a mini takeover. It's definitely... It's definitely a a great card to put on the table to say, hey, this is what we're giving you on on Wednesdays on USA. I think it's very strong. It's some of their top players, obviously. Um, And we'll kind of see how it's going to play out. I personally... Uh, we'll not be watching this live. I will watch it the next day to catch yeah. up on it. Uh, that's how I normally watch NXT anyway. So I don't really see the need at this time to change that. And we'll get to yeah. why a little bit later. But what I really yeah. want to talk about today uh, with you of all of these things happening Premier Week is really SmackDown. You know, you invited me so nicely onto Wrestling Reverb to chat about SmackDown 20th anniversary, our our favorite moments and looking back and the evolution of SmackDown. And here we are, Josh, now it's going to happen. And this is crazy. We have like a lifetime. We've been waiting. It it feels (laughs) like it, right? It it does. It feels like it's been a while. And I personally have been waiting for SmackDown to get shook up or shaken up for a long time. Get I want get, oh, get, get woke, sh- get, woke. <laughs> get something, get anything. <laughs> so for me, this is the one that I'm interested in from WWE the most because it's on a different network. USA already has the other two. This yeah. is now not on USA. They're calling it SmackDown, not SmackDown Live. It's got a feel that's different already. The graphics are different. The way they're presenting it is different. And I'm ready to see what Fox is going to offer us and give us as a network hosting this show. Me too. Um, The promotion alone has been second to none. It's been really good. Like Fox have really been saying like, this is one of our premier shows. Like this is one of our top shows. They actually like, I don't know how it works. Maybe I'm just not seeing it in this country. But listen, I don't think that USA was promoting WWE like that. It wasn't like it was all over their network from what I understand. Um, You know, Fox have been everywhere I see. Like, you just look at the WWE on Fox Twitter account alone. They are very active. They respond yes, to things. So. They, they post a lot of stuff. But, they're, I mean, they're on, like... I, from my understanding, the NFL is a very big deal in the States. It's it's very much probably so. your biggest sport in the States. So mm-hmm. to have WWE superstars and WWE talent on that program, just for an interview or just here and there, that's a lot of eyes that is getting on whatever person is on that interview. It's a lot of eyes saying, Friday night, come and watch SmackDown live every single Friday night at 8 p.m. Like that's, 
I don't think people are really understanding the magnitude of how big that is. Like, even from someone that's not from the States, I know that Fox is probably your biggest network, one of your biggest networks in the Mm -hmm. country. So I know that. And it's a, to be live on a Friday night is going to be difficult. I understand that Friday night television, wherever you are in the world, is very hard. But if you can gather an audience on a Friday night on a very big network, you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit on your show. I'm a little trepidatious and a little nervous about it being on a Friday. Like, I can't normally watch live. Like, this Friday, I'm I'm at a wedding. I won't be able to watch it live. You know, I can't and it watch it live a lot either. So. Yeah, so it's it's difficult in that way um, because of the timing. I I am still nervous about that, but I will say I totally agree. Putting the superstars on the programming with sports commentators that are NFL, this is a big deal. Seeing the man pop up and they're talking about, oh, so-and-so is the man for football. So-and-so is the man. And then you see Becky Lynch going, guys, I'm right here. You know, and it's just it's just those little things. And then another thing that they have going for them, too, and USA is doing the same thing, is putting the fiend in. Like random spots. I seen that on Twitter. I was like, oh my God. That would scare people like that. Don't watch wrestling. They'll be like, what the hell is that? Yes. Well, it does scare people because I'll tell you exclusively on the show right now, okay? My grandma texted me (laughs) this morning telling me, Queen, now I've been watching the television and I saw this very scary individual in a mask, like literally, it's verbatim. And I don't understand what's going on, but I saw that it was WWE, and she really calls it WWF because that's how she knows it. And yeah. uh, and I don't understand why this is coming on regular programming. <laughs> and I was like, all right, Grandma, I'll try to explain this to you as best I can. But, like, her her father, my great-grandfather, was super into wrestling. He was the one that got me into yeah. it. So she she's familiar, but she doesn't understand why he's popping up in commercials. That's so smart. <laughs> so It's smart. doing its job, though, then, I it, guess. I mean, it's it's getting people at least – asking a question or going, oh, I know that's from WWE. Like, um, you know, this is a really weird analogy, but I'm going to try my best to kind of explain it. But so SmackDown to me has been good for a while. Okay. It was great. And then it kind of got good and it's been whatever for the last say six months. It sure. feels like, you know, when you have like a cup of coffee, right. And you have it and it's just, a, it's good. It tastes good. You're like, it needs something. So you add a little bit more sugar. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's better. That's how I feel the transition from USA is, and Fox uh, to Fox is going. Mm-hmm. SmackDown was like that cof- cup of coffee that's not quite hot enough, that doesn't have the right amount of sugar. And then you add some hot water, you add some, you add some sugar, and that's what Fox is. Mm, I like it's a that. Analogy. It's a really weird analogy, I know, but that's what it feels like because the coffee was still okay and it's, 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 you could drink it, but it wasn't it wasn't what it could be. And that's sure. what I think Fox is going to offer to Friday Night SmackDown going forward. I certainly hope so. And I would like to be on the optimistic train with you. You know, as JPQ said it last week when we were on uh, Smart to Death with, with Anthony, he said, I'm going to give everything two weeks and kind of see how it shakes out, you know? Yeah. See how I feel about it. And that's what I'm, I'm going into this week being the same way. I will give it some time. And kind of see how I feel about it before I pass a lot of judgment. Everything's gonna be so different, so I really oh, want to give yeah. it the time that it that it needs. And speaking of different, but not really that different, uh, this card for SmackDown is also very interesting. 
stacked. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of heavy hitters, literally. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. The Four Horsewomen with Charlotte and Becky on one side. And, of course, Sasha and Bailey, the besties, on the other side. Boston Hug Crazy. Connection. Boston Hug Connection. Back at it again. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in a ladder match. And Kofi versus Brock for the title. Like, what? Ape. <laughs> Crazy. Absolute craziness. That's a pay-per-view quality card. Uh, I mean, definitely those would be matches I could see on a major pay-per-view. Absolutely right. Again, we're hitting the same thing. NXT feels like a little mini takeover. This feels like a really tiny WWE pay-per-view. They're trying to show out. And that I can respect, right? I want that. If you want to show me your A programming and what you have to offer, give me your best. So if this is that it, then then great. Not only that, it's also the 20th anniversary show of SmackDown, sure. so you're going to get The Rock. You're going to yep. get a, there's a Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be on that show. I think Trish Stratus has been yep. announced for that show. Later, like the list goes on and on. So not only that, if if you know if the wrestling isn't enough for someone, you've also got cameo appearances from people that you used to watch 20 years ago on SmackDown. So it's That's really right. the best of both worlds. <laughs> it's given us a little bit of the, of what we want, a little bit of nostalgia with a lot of the new stuff and. Yeah. I think the nice little sprinkling of that, it makes a difference. You know, seeing The Rock come home in a lot of senses, because he's the one with the the name creation, if you will, for SmackDown. I mean, this is a big deal. So just to see him again, I think it's just going to give us... I'm not going to complain when The Rock's on my screen. Yeah, I won't complain complain. I won't either. I'm fine with The Rock. Um, (laughs) And he he hasn't been on a WWE screen in, it feels like a minute that he's been around. So... It would be nice to see The Rock. I'm not going to complain when I see Stone Cold or Trish or Lita or whoever. Um, So, you know, a nice little sprinkling. It's going to be a loaded show. It's going to be, feels like a trying to fit a lot in a small bag, you know, bit of a circle in a a square in a circle kind of deal. But, I mean, it's going to be (laughs) action-packed. It is going to be action-packed. And what I find funny about this whole thing is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday have pretty stacked cards. And then yeah. you look at Sunday for Hell in a Cell and you're like, you go, ooh, I mean, well, I mean, it's I mean, good, but it's, it's, it's is it going to go for an hour? <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on. And like, I know, right. We're not getting SmackDown tonight on a Tuesday. We're getting it on a Friday. So a lot of the matches I'm sure will appear throughout the week and then appear on Friday. Cause you know, things could change given what may happen on Friday. We don't know. Exactly. So we, they can't put all the matches together. I think it's going to be harder for us to do prediction shows ahead of time. Cause we're going to need to be able to watch both things, it's but it's not going to be a thing. <laughs> it's not going to be a thing like we're used to, but we shall overcome. However, let's talk about these three Hell in a Cell matches before we transition to the next segment of Holding Court today. And the first match that we have is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan teaming up together versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, a returning Luke Harper. I thought you were going to say returning first names. (laughs) Returning first names. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very true. Um, Then we have, of course, the actual Cell match. Um, for the ladies, and that's Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, Hell in a Cell. And then we have the other Hell in a Cell match, which is Seth Rollins for the men, of course, versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. 
So, <clears throat> strong three matches. Yeah, not so not far. complaining about their matches because they are all, you know, very, you know, had a lot of build. So, it's not like they're bad matches. It's just, sorry. <laughs> no, it's true. And, you know, I'm thinking um, if I had to posit a guess, I would think probably like the tag matches. I would think Revival New Day maybe. I would yeah. think maybe Bailey Charlotte. Charlotte Bailey, yeah, right? Bailey Charlotte. I could see um, that getting added. I could see um, the cruiserweight match. Maybe Mustafa Ali. Maybe Mustafa Shinsuke. Ali and Shin. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thought. That's see a good that. thought because they had that. that match, right? Um, I mean, there's things that can be added. We're just not entirely sure <laughs> of what that's going to be. But that would be my guesses, I guess, of, of where I would what I would do, but of, of these three, which one are you looking forward to the most? These are the three that are confirmed, so which one of the three are you really interested in? Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to know my answer, but Becky and Sasha has been something that they had a easily the match of the night at Clash of Champions, and they've had a nice feud that's been very by the book, but that's not a bad thing. Um, I just think it's been a very good babyface heel dynamic, and they're just kind of going with it, and Hell in a Cell match, there's history. Sasha's been in Hell in a Cell before. Um, Becky is still the number one babyface in the company, in my opinion. Sure. I know she's kind of cooled down probably a little bit, but I think the entire WWE landscape has cooled down just a little bit. So um, I think she's just flowing with the company. But Sasha's very hot right now. She is kind of on a little bit of a roll with, um, with everything that she's doing, and I think this is the Sasha Banks that I've been – missing i mean i kind of fell off the sasha banks bandwagon if you will in the last maybe year or so just because she wasn't doing a hell of a lot i wasn't really digging the baby face aspect of her she's she's naturally a better heel in my opinion um you know she's got she's just got that attitude for a heel and i just think that her and Becky click so well. I mean, they've had incredible matches in the past. Like I stated with Clash of Champions, their matches back in NXT were just, wow, I just love those matches. Um, Just very, very, they just work very well together. And I think this Cell match is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to The Fiend, obviously, but a little part of me just wants The Fiend just to run through Seth. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm kind of hoping that that's exactly what happens. While I'm not into the whole back and forth switching of the title so often, um, I think it would be a mistake for him to lose. Strike while the iron's hot. That's how yeah. I feel with this one. I just feel like the fiend. There shouldn't be any shenanigans. There shouldn't be any fiend loot. It's just strike while the iron's hot. Try something new. Just let's just go with it. If a few months it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you can never know until you try. So totally um, agree. I, I think I think it's the fiend's time. I think I think Sasha Banks is probably going to beat Becky Lynch. To be completely honest with you, do you just think so? The the draft coming up and that I think I think Becky's destined for Fox, and I think Sasha's a good hand to have on Raw. I think she's the the lady that they can kind of build the division around on Raw, and I think Becky's the one on SmackDown. You split up the four horsewomen again, maybe Charlotte. On Raw, Charlotte on SmackDown, just the vice versa of Bailey and Charlotte. Um, I could really think that I think it'd be cool to see um, Charlotte and Sasha maybe you know tango again for a little while, and um, Bailey and Becky really have never really had a big program. I yeah, I think they've never really had see it. that. Um, and you know, Usher in that really stamping the fact that that Bailey's a heel. Um, 
And I think it'd just be fun just to kind of see that dynamic. So I think Becky is destined for Fox. I don't think there's really anything holding her from Fox at this point. Um, that's just my opinion. But I think Banks here, just by association of the timing and the draft, I think Banks is probably going to beat Becky. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised um, if we see these both of these titles changes. Yeah, I'm, I won't be mad about not. it either. Yeah. Um, I, like I think it would be it would be cool. It would be nice to have different faces as we move into this new season and um we'll see kind of what else this week brings for wwe and what smackdown has to offer and then we can kind of look back and make our maybe new predictions and additional predictions as we move into the weekend um but it's going to be an exciting week for wwe i am looking forward to it i am hoping that things uh, really go well. And I think when... We're off to a good start, for the most part. Right, yeah, I think we're off to a good start. And I think that when the WWE wants to put their mind to it, they'll do a very good job. So I'm hoping that's what we get for the rest of the programs for this week. Now, on to the newbie. The new program, AEW Dynamite, Wednesdays on TNT. This is a big deal for a lot of reasons. One, it's an alternative to WWE on a major network. Two, it's different talent from all over the world that some people have no idea who they are. Three, it's a brand new company that is starting a brand new wrestling weekly TV show. And while AEW has been in existence since January... And since they announced it, they've had a couple of pay-per-views. Um, and they really started last year testing the waters at All In in September. Yeah. This is a this is a different ballgame. This is a whole new scenario for them. Going into weekly television, for me, I can tell you, I'm very excited. This is a forefront of, of uncharted territory and new and fresh. And how are they going to translate on television? How is their creative going to look? How are how is the pacing of the show going to be? How are they going to build storylines? I know they're using a lot of social media as well to do that. The being the elite as a supplement, the Road Two series as a supplement, that I think is new and fresh and different, similar to how the network does, you know, like um, I don't know, ride along and stuff. But this is like actual, like they're programming and getting to know their wrestlers that are on TV. Yeah. It's a little slightly different, but in in the same vein. So I'm interested in that, but. It's so brand new, and we have our champion, who formerly was in WWE, of course, Chris Jericho. He's the AEW champion, crowned the him out. Greatest, He's the of, greatest all time. of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel the same way. And we have Cody Rhodes, of course, another WWE guy, his brother, Dustin, and of course, the son of the late great The Dream, Dusty Rhodes. WWE. <laughs> so we're getting this brand new program with some faces that we know, including John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, as he was known in WWE. So that's a very interesting dynamic. And then you have other large names from New Japan, of course, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Ring of Honor, Adam Page. He was also in New Japan a little bit. And we have a lot of uh, indie wrestlers, and we have a lot of the ladies from Japan. 
the Joshi wrestlers as well as ladies from the Indies and America and the UK. So it is a really different roster and a really different vibe. And I'm very curious as to how this is going to play out. So before we get into the card per se, I'd love to know your general thoughts about AEW and in general, what you think we can expect on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Okay. So I am going to say this the best way I can without coming across like I'm hating on AEW because I don't want it to come across like that because you know me, I love wrestling and I just want wrestling to succeed. And I, I love, I honestly do love the product that AEW has been giving me. I'm a big, huge fan of it, but sometimes I just feel like sometimes they say, think they talk a lot of something and they don't necessarily act on it. Um, they say they're not focused on maybe NXT or WWE, but then they, they're the ones that are always constantly kind of bringing it up. And this isn't a hate. Again, can you, you would agree with that. They do bring it up a lot and I just, I'm not sure why. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the product that they'd be giving. It's great action. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm cautiously optimistic about it because I don't necessarily know that I'm going to love the whole aspect of it being presented as, you know, with like statistics and being presented more like a sport. That's not necessarily my kind of way I watch wrestling. I watch wrestling for, um, I'm a little bit more storyline character driven wrestling heavy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not saying that that kind of way is wrong. It's just it's just a little bit different for me. However, I'm excited the fact that it is different. The key word I, I am going to keep saying is different. It is different than what I'm currently watching. That's what I'm most excited about for Dynamite and it being on. Um, I, can I ask you a question in the fact that sure. is TNT a major network in in the states? I mean, I wouldn't say it's as big as Fox or CBS or NBC. I would say, put it on a similar plane to USA. Okay, so it's it's got it's it's certainly got the uh the bullets to make yes. an impact. Okay, so um I'm 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 excited that it's giving a fair chance. I'm excited that it's it's I mean I'm hoping that it can live up to the hype. The, sure. it, it is a lot of hype behind this, and wrestling fans are very fickle, mm-hmm. and they're also um easily disappointed because wrestling fans work themselves. This is a this is a thing on wrestling fans is that they work themselves and expect something that maybe is you know unattainable sometimes and that's going to be a big factor coming into AEW because they have lived up to a lot of expectations I think Double or Nothing was incredible um, but I don't think they've had a better show than Double or Nothing um, mm-hmm. All Out was really good that was the closest to it but I think Double or Nothing was their best show they've had. Mm-hmm. I know they've only had four shows, but weekly television and pay-per-views are very different. I agree. To um, constantly retain the audience attention on a week-to-week basis is very hard, and that's for a wrestling that's for a wrestling fan at heart. I love wrestling, and I just want to watch wrestling. But even me, even you, we can get tired of it. We can go, this isn't working for whatever company, not just AEW or WWE or Impact. There has been there's ebbs and flows with wrestling, and it's hard to retain that kind of um, viewership on a constant basis. But all that being said, I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to be dual watching both NXT and, and um, AEW this week. So that's going to be interesting because I, I have the ability to watch AEW on fight. So 
Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing in the world. I have to pay like five bucks a month or something like that to watch it. And I get a few like extra things. Um, so the beauty of it is I can just watch it on my phone, you know, or watch it on my laptop or my PlayStation, whatever I want to do. Um, so that's, I don't hate that. I would probably prefer it just to be on a, you know, on like a, a cable network just so it's a little sure. bit easier to access. But, and you know, it just comes with my cable that I already pay for. I don't have to pay any additional money, but five bucks is nothing. Um, I'm sure that it will probably eventually get onto a television network in Australia, mm-hmm. but we're just not at the forefront of um, any wrestling company's, you know, brain, which is what well, it is, what it is. But that being said, they have it on fight and AEW have been talking the fact that they want to be a global company. Um, I'm glad that we are getting something. It it come mm-hmm. late. It's a very late announcement to do it. What they just did it this past weekend. Say, hey, you can watch it. I was under the assumption that I wasn't going to be able to watch it sure. in a legal manner. <laughs> right. Yeah. I and I think a lot of this needs to be taken into account. The fact that they are new. And yes, I agree. Other cable companies outside of the United States may not be willing to just yet uh, put it on their networks. And I think that over time, if they end up being successful, that may change. But for I now, agree. I think the fight deal is is a good deal. It's, I agree. you know, $1.25 per episode for four per month. And that's pretty darn good. And then not the pay-per-views are a different thing. It reminds me a lot of old school WWE when you had to pay X amount of money for all the pay-per-views. Yeah, it's, like, it's, <laughs> you like, know? it's like 30 Australian dollars to get the right. pay-per-view here. I think it's about, I think it's about seven bucks Australian to get it a month. So, um, you know, that's just the exchange rate that I have to put sure. up with anyway. So I know. I'll, 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 I'll get over that. But I mean, it's, it's it's certainly. I would rather have access to it than not. At least I get sure. the choice. You know, if I if hey, after a month, I might not be feeling it, and I might be. Like, I'm not going to pay for this. So right. you know, it's that's the that's the exciting part of AEW is the fact that you don't know, I don't know. We may hate it, we may love it, we may feel indifferent on it. We don't know how we're going to feel on it. It's the unknown that I'm excited about. Absolutely right. I love that tick i feel the same way it's a lot of unknown and it's got me really excited this is the thing that i feel like i've been waiting for in a lot of ways i'm ready for something new and fresh and different and i'm hoping that's what we get this This is like looks like to me is like you know i was talking about the coffee this is like if you're sick of coffee and you want to go to tea that's that to me is like you're switching drinks, you're having a little, you know, changing it up a little bit and you're, you're ready to drink something else that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I'm still kind of sick, everyone. Um, it's just, you've, I'm very ready to, you know, try something new. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's exciting. Like I'm saying that with a smile on my face cause I'm genuinely excited, yeah. but there's just a, a few little things that I'm just like, Oh, why I understand they're new and there's growing pains, but just, just, do you, do you, and just make it awesome. That's, that's, that's what I want the most is just try and make the best wrestling show you can. Right. And I'm hoping that this is exactly what we get. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have a cool card. This card looks really stacked and strong. We have MJF versus Brendan Cutler. We have Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. We have Nyla Rose versus Riho for the first ever AEW Women's Championship. That's huge. 
Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the Elite versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners that give some excitement, some unknown. And we have Hangman Page versus Pac. And if that matches anything like what they did in the UK, honey, look out. It's going to be crazy. And of course, Moxley is set to appear. And I would say I would be shocked if there weren't more surprises. Cody has mentioned several times that we've only seen 40% of the roster and that there's way more to be revealed. I'm hoping that we get a few of those individuals just to kind of pump it up a notch and give us some fun and excitement in addition to a brand new show. I think they need to. Um, and I'm also side note, very pleased that Pyro has returned to WWE because that's oh, what yes. I love about AEW though. I wish they would chill on their timing sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. but <laughs> I love Pyro and it's, it's A-T. cool that it's, back baby and AEW does it actually very well when they get it right (laughs) yeah yeah I agree they need to just like chill out on the you know it seems like someone's in the back just going pirate 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 pirate. yeah now 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 and you're like whoa 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 listen to the song and like chime it with the song um pyro is just exciting if you have a dead crowd and you let off a firework or let off some pyro you're not gonna get a dead crowd you know at least in that moment everyone pops for fireworks or pyro absolutely you know we do so um, I'm really excited. These matches are great. I think the ladies are going to kind of steal the show this weekend, this week to weekend. I feel like, you know, we have Shayna and Candice and we're going to have the four horsewomen and we're going to have Becky and Sasha in a cell. And I think Nyla and Riho are going to be very strong. This could have the potential to be one of the matches of the night, not only because it's the first AEW Women's Championship crowning and it sets the it standard for the division, good. it has it to has, be good. If yeah. it's not good, that's a very bad train to start driving in the fact that you have to have your first match be good to great. Otherwise, you're like, in a weird way, not that I wouldn't give it another chance, but you go, why would I want to watch this if that's the kind of matches we're getting from title matches? Like, what's the the point of watching this if the quality is not there? But I don't think we're going to have a problem with quality with uh, Riho and uh, Nyla Rose. Um, I have been so impressed with Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. In, like, seeing her at um, Double or Nothing, I was like, eh, okay, all right. She's just typical, you know, powerful, dominant, you know, muscular, that kind of that kind of deal. But then as time's progressed, and especially at All Out in that uh, Casino Battle Royal, I was like, wow, she can do some stuff that I didn't realize that she could do. And right. because, listen, like, I'm not one, I'm not going to lie to anyone's face. I'm not one that watches. I, I know of people. I knew of her before um, AEW, but it's not like I'm watching a lot of independent wrestling. I watch what I, you know, kind of grab, you know, grabs my attention. But it's not like I've seen her a lot before. I, a lot of these people I have personally not seen for AEW. So a lot of these people, are. I'm just judging them based on what I've seen at these four shows. And Nyle is one of them that's grabbed my attention quite fast. As well as Riho, because she is just a tiny little ass kicker. She can, yes, she is. And she's <laughs> such an underdog, such a, she's such a pure baby face to me. It's just like... She's the type of character that I wouldn't mind seeing win with a roll-up. You know what I mean? Like, there's those characters that you just like, oh, a victory roll, and please just win and get out of there. Like, I, I like, I don't know. She's just, she she makes me smile. She makes me happy. I, I do think you're right in the sense of the ladies have got a lot of opportunity to um, steal the week 
in many aspects from any of those matches that are on this week. Um, so that's exciting, and I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for this AW Women's Title match. Um, it's got a lot of combustible elements in it because obviously there's a size difference, there's speed versus strength, there's um, from my understanding, Riho's fairly young, is she not? Yes, she is. Yeah, and but she's been wrestling for a, a very quite a long while. time since she was yeah. like I want to say twelve, maybe maybe yeah, a little younger. She crazy. wrestled Minoru Suzuki, which is Murder Grandpa from Jeez, New Japan. Jesus, Jesus. yeah, when she's young. So she, don't be fooled by the small thing. It looks oh, like no. she's gonna break, but uh, I'm not talking to you. I know you know, but you know everybody <laughs> else who's like watching this girl. Like don't be fooled, honey. This girl can go, and uh, she's really special. And I feel like there's a lot of matches on this card I'm excited for. I'm excited to see Hangman Page and Pac. This was the match that we wanted but didn't get, or promised but didn't get, and now we're getting it. That's cool. I'm excited to see Moxley. I know, you know, obviously he's been out with the Mercer in his elbow, so I'm very excited to see him. Um, But I'm also looking forward to the mystery partners for Jericho. I'm just excited for this show in general. But beyond the card, I think I'm just mostly excited for how this is going to be presented and just take it all in. Like, I just want to watch it and see what they're going to do, because this is not WWE. This is not Ring of Honor. This is not Impact. This is not New Japan or Stardom. This is a totally different thing. And And I would love to to know how it's going to go. And they have to be different in order to stand out. And I think that they've already done a good job of doing that. They've made themselves stand out enough to make people go okay what is this going to actually look like and that's what i am excited for in general when it comes to AEW. i'm excited for this new company i'm excited for the new opportunities i'm excited for the choice i'm excited for the roster i'm excited for the production they make great production videos um that's another thing you know i got to give credit where credit's due as jpq would say you know wwe does great production and packages so does aew their stuff is yeah. really cool Which their is videos a good that thing. they make and their music is dope and it's it's a very good thing and i like that and the set is cool i'm interested to see how that's going to look and translate on television and that is like the coolest thing and tomorrow i'm going to be geeking out like a total mark and i don't care because oh, i feel like i've been waiting for this forever it's been so long since they announced um i know it feels, again it feels go, like a but, lifetime uh, it does feel a like a lifetime. lifetime it's exciting it's it's really exciting for me watching these at the same time it's gonna i've always wanted to be that i wish i was alive when wcw and raw was going head to head and now we have the opportunity to, you know, for me to kind of get back into that zone of like, okay, I can watch both at once. And then some weeks I'll watch one, some weeks I'll watch the other. Or like, I'm, I like to break down wrestling. I'm very like, I, I like to, I, I hate overanalyzing, but I love analyzing wrestling. Like I love the ins and outs of like, oh, this is on, why this is on. And oh my God, like this is head to head with this. And this is when this commercial is happening. Why this is like, I love that. Like, so uh, this is I don't know, call me crazy, but I fire up my PlayStation and my computer and I watch Nitro and Raw at the same time from mm-hmm. when they were back in the day. So I can be like, oh, when was this and this? And like, like, this is how the, you know, because we talk about like the Monday Night Wars and all of that. And, they, you know, we know all the details, but we don't know exactly minute by minute what was going on. And that's fun to me to do. So for me, that's the kind of aspect that I look forward to the most with AEW and and NXT being on at the same time, like, it's just, I love that aspect of it. Not for competition's sake, just 
for my brain. I mean, yeah. we've watched wrestling for a long time, so sometimes it's hard to grab our attention just with standard wrestling sometimes. Like, I love it, but sometimes it is hard to just to feel fresh. And this feels – this is something that in wrestling that I've heard about but I've never experienced. So um, I'm just really excited for it all. I'm going to be the same as you. I'm going to be like – my my neck's gonna be so sore from going. Oh, 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 oh what's going on here? What's going on here? Like I know <clears throat> it's gonna be so much to take in and so much excitement and uh, in general, I'm just like, okay, like let's do it. <laughs> I'm kid in a candy go. store. <laughs> I am a kid in a candy store, and I feel like we're kids in the wrestling store. And how lucky, you know? I say it all the time, and I'm gonna keep saying it because it can't be said enough. What a time to be a fan. And I'm oh, so glad that we are in 2019 with all of this amazingness to choose from. It's it's so special. And, and like it's Christmas. Awesome. It is like, it's like Christmas. Christmas. A week of Christmas almost. It's just like every day is there's something. This is our rest day. Um, This is just our like in-between day. I mean, if people want to go and watch Total Divas, then go and watch Total Divas. But um, I can't watch Total Divas live. It doesn't air live here. I believe it airs on a Friday night here, which is weird. Uh, yeah, Friday night on E in Australia, which is weird, at like 11 yeah. o'clock. Like, oh, that God. is weird. Um, usually I'm like drunk or asleep. So. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you um, know, yeah. so much option, right? It's it's hard to hate it. It's hard to hate it because, oh. you know. You hate it, you probably. You don't like wrestling, probably not right? the line of business. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. probably not the line of business for you to be uh, watching. But it's exciting. It's just. I don't know, so much to take in. Like, we've still got so much more to watch. Like, we just watched Raw, and we're like, okay, have a bit of a break. I like the schedule, by the way, too. There's a nice break between everything. Sure. Um, AEW, and, it, like, I understand they're at the same time, but they're on the same day. Like, there's a nice little gap where you can, Catch you know, up, usually we go right. Raw, and then we go SmackDown, and then NXT, right, and, right. you know, that's a lot to take in, in in 24 hours. So sometimes it's nice just to go, Huh, let's just have a little bit of a rest. I can do what I want today and then mm-hmm. move along to NXT and AEW tomorrow and then SmackDown and Hell in a Cell. I mean, weeks are going to be busy when it's TakeOver or AEW pay-per-view weeks. It's gonna yeah, be, uh, we'll have to figure that be... all out when we get there. That's for sure. Busy There's a lot of variable. Yeah, a lot of variables. It's going to be very busy. But you know what? I'd rather be busy than bored. And I'd rather be Me busy too. than disappointed all the time. So let's Me see what too. happens. Let's see how this wrestling week goes. Let's see how the next couple of weeks as we dive into this new season. Not only of all this wrestling, but the new season of Queen's Court uh, happening here. Josh, I can't thank you enough for joining me on this episode. It is always dope to talk about graphs with you. It makes me so excited. We have so much fun. And I just want you to tell the people where they can find you, all that good information, so they can listen and enjoy like I do. Well, thank you very much for having me. It is always um, fun to talk. We we need to do this more often because we, we have do. too many. We have we have big gaps between our talks all the time, and I'm just like, uh, where can I talk to Queen again? But now, <laughs> I mean, we've we've kind of got um, you know, it's weird. Last week you were kind of the the end of that reverb era of, I guess, Brainbuster and all of that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> and to kind of start you off, it's just kind of feels natural. And but you can find my show. I, I will I will state this in bold capital letters as I normally <laughs> write on Twitter in capital letters. Um, Fridays, Wrestling Reverb, you will find it every single Friday. You just have to go to my Twitter, Josh Robinson Double Zero. You'll find my links wherever you need to find podcasts. You'll find Wrestling Reverb. 
You can find the Josh Robinson show every single Tuesday. Um, I invite you to come and watch the video cast, but it's available as audio only, uh, audio only all the places you'll find um, podcasts. I do Twitch content. I do YouTube content. I'm always somewhere doing something. A lot of it's wrestling related, but you know me, Queen. I like to talk about other stuff. Just <laughs> yeah, I talk about whatever, whatever interests me, whatever, whatever I got on my brain. I'll kind of talk about. So, um, I like to consider myself a variety act that focuses on wrestling. <laughs> you are, and what a fun one you are, variety act. You're right. I love that. That fits so perfect for you, Josh. And- Professional idiot. I like to call no! myself. Oh <laughs> my god, you're funny. So silly, but. Thank you again, Josh. You've helped me kick off this new seasons of Queen's Court uh, so beautifully. And my friends, go follow the man. Enjoy his content. It's a lot of fun. Josh and is can I my just say, I'm sorry to, sorry to, oh, I, I, I try. I'm not always positive, <laughs> but I try. But um, can I just say, Queen, um, I'm going to, I'm going to do this the best way I can. And um, I take pride in the fact that I can put people over because, um, <laughs> You know, we've 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 had our we've had our week um, with stuff, and we're we're ready to kind of just you know go forth and go on. We've set our piece, but Queen, the fact that after everything that's happened this week, the fact that you're sticking on, keeping on, and and just you know a little slight redirection of where we can find your stuff is um a testament to this lady's character this week because she's done a lot to just keep on keeping on and moving forward and. You know, when, excuse my French, but when shit hits the fan, sometimes people can just go, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. It's too hard for me to do. And you just have done the opposite and kept on kept keeping on. And that's just really cool because, you know, I did have a feed before this. I did have a show before all of, all of this stuff happened. You nece- you didn't necessarily have that. But the fact that you just want to keep going, just going, I'm, I'm all good. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing is pretty cool. So the fact that people listen and you were always kind of the one. I feel that was kind of our world champ out of oh, the group. So geez. I do genuinely think that I'm not just blowing smoke because I'm talking to you on your show. I genuinely do think that you just have owned the fact that you are like, you are very good at this. And I do think that you just deserve everything that you get. And a lot of the praise that you get is very much warranted. So please everyone continue to listen to queen every single Wednesday, queen's court and all of the other stuff that she does. And she's a great Twitter follow too, because she has a lot of interactive tweets, which is something I don't do because sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the words of our beloved mags, I'm going to go have an ugly cry and uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Joshi. And uh, my darlings, we will catch you on the next one.